0: We are not okay. This is traumatic. We're not okay. And be the change. Be the better generation, man. Be the better generation. We've seen this far too many fucking times. We're way past performative outrage. We're way past performative antics. It's time for actual change. And if the NBA has to sit out and not play a single, dribble a single basketball until the people who murdered Breonna Taylor or the people who tried to murder Jacob Blake or murdered George Floyd or murdered Ahmaud Arbery or murdered Eric Garner. The list goes on. If if not a single red penny is made off the back of another black man until justice is served, then so be it. I'm tired of this shit tired of this shit and you should be tired of this too anybody who's listening to this who has any sort of fucking common decency and I'm sorry for cursing a lot if there's anybody if, if anybody who's hearing this who has any sort of common decency who isn't tired of this by now I don't know what to say to you you're the enemy I'll, I'll say it in no c- uncertain terms you're the enemy we're at a moral war right now if you can look at that and see that there's nothing wrong with that you are the enemy and anybody who has any sort of common decency, I hope you join the fight. Use your voice. Use your platform. Talk to your politicians. Use your money to, to en- enhance communities. Do something to stop this. Because it's been going on for far too fucking long. That's all I got. We talking shit, baby Every episode, I promise you, it's lit, baby Every week, get some shit you can't miss, baby Dylan Bob, still a vibe Podcast game solidified, no cap All fact like a snapper Stream us on that Spotify or Apple tap in Rollercoaster ride, strap in We gon' take you for a ride, just take this shit and stride All topics sport the current event Tell me who more current than this Luck with the mother shows this the best one your sister and your brother knows we talking shot we talking shot we talking shit baby we talking shot we talking shot we talking shit baby we talking shot we
1: talking shot we talking shit baby we talking shot we talking shot we talking shit sh- baby yes sir talking Shop, episode 73 i'm your host bobby hall and with me as always that's Dylan Savage. Dilo, how you doing, man?
2: Doing great, Bobby. How about yourself, man?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I'm happy to uh, be able to jump on here and um, you know talk some shop, and we're, we're going to get into some stuff. Obviously, you guys heard the uh, the clip there um, that came courtesy of uh, one of my favorite guys out there in um, entertainment in general. Uh, his name is Kaz Famawide. Uh, he's a host of a couple of different podcasts. I listen to uh, "Say Less with Kaz," um, and that clip just came from um, the Mask Man Show, which is actually a, a pro wrestling podcast. But before they got into anything, um, they, um, you know, they talked about this uh, unfortunate situation again that we had to deal with uh, yet again, and this time it's with uh, um, a man named Jacob Blake. And um, most of you have probably heard the story already about. Um, You know him, him getting uh, you know shot right in the back seven times by a cop. Um, They were trying to uh, detain him, and he uh, looked looked like he was getting into his van, kind of walking away from whatever situation. I've heard a couple different things, and it sounded like he uh, he was there, kind of breaking some stuff up, and then they kind of went after him a little bit. He like walked away from them, was trying to get into his van. Some say he was trying to get a knife. Um, It seems like um, the authorities haven't really. kind of explained that whole that whole scenario but as soon as he kind of leaned into that van yeah the one the one cop there popped up seven times in front of his kids i think all three of them were uh no older than six or seven years old which is you know very scary frightening and i, I even even being that young i'm sure that's something that they're never gonna forget and this sucks dude i feel like um we we just talked about you know George Floyd and uh, Breonna Taylor, you know a month ago, two months ago, and not that really things ever got any better. It seems like racism bigotry is like at an all time high right now, again because you you see, you know as soon as the um the NBA, you know, started with the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks decided that they were going to uh, sit out of their game, their playoff game. Um, Against the Orlando Magic and, um, you know, to kind of show solidarity with, uh, you know, the Blake family and what's going on and really just kind of uh, stand up against what's going on. And as soon as that news broke, pff, sure enough, man, them red hat motherfuckers came out, popped off on, on all the social media sites and um, really um, just kind of came at their necks about it about the fact that they didn't forfeit and they're, they're millionaires and they're only doing one or two games, this to that, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was awesome because it also came uh, on the anniversary of the first time um, um, Kaepernick took a knee, which is like crazy timing. I, I don't know if any of the guys on that team had uh, knew that or not uh, before somebody had uh, released that information. But um, and that's just something that. I think needed to be done. You see what what like LeBron said on t- on Twitter. Um, you know, he 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 let it out. You know, he's he's pretty family friendly friendly guy as far as like your socials and stuff, you know, on on the court we've heard him say some some words. Um even maybe in some interviews, but you know, he just straight up said it like fuck this. And um even even just as a tweet, man, you could feel you could feel the emotion coming Coming through, uh, you know your your phone screen there, and um, it just sucks. I've talked to a couple of my friends, and just again said, you know, I I apologized just because this is like, this hurts me. This this fucks with my my mind and my mental health. I I just I can't even imagine the level of of what you know my, my black friends are, are feeling because it's it's wild. And, and to and to kind of pivot over to a whole other different story that's going on at the same time. A lot of people know that um, Tori Lane's shot Meg Megan Stallion, like, in the foot. And there was reports coming out saying that, like, because at first she didn't say shit. She didn't tell the cops anything happened, not any of the shit. I don't even think she called the cops because, you know, she was kind of concerned about what would happen from that point on. And that kind of sucks in that sense because, like, we're getting to the point now where, you know, if somebody like this young woman's getting shot and rather than going to... uh, you know, the police to possibly get help, she's kind of nervous or afraid to because it might escalate into something even further because of the color of her skin. That's where we're at right now in this country in the year 2020. And I, I can't, uh, I can't believe it. But um, before, you know, I keep going, Um, you know, Dylan, I I know, you've, you've seen all this stuff, you read the stories, you've seen the tweets. Um, What kind of opinions have you formulated? Like, where are you at on this?
2: It's just, it's crazy that we are reliving this nightmare once again. And I mean, it's been going on more than just what we've been realizing it through the, so, like social media and the media outlets that we were seeing on the news. Um, and I'm, I'm on the same, the same mindset as, as far as, you know, just being a white male, I, I'll never understand. And I, I just, but I, I have to say that I, I stand with you and I just don't under, understand why anyone would want to hate someone just from this color of their skin and just i mean just from my mindset just i can't even fathom what it even takes to hate someone like that just from looking at them not even get to know the personality or anything like that and it's it's sickening in the sense that it, it's become political as well and i know that we try to stay away from political uh, our politics um and um uh, but everything gets turned into it. I mean, it's simple, something as simple as just a mask that turned into politics. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, but we try to be that outlet away from that. And uh, speaking on just more so um, from the soul or just from personal, not from any kind of political um, theories or mindset or take on e- either side of the matter. It's just a, a humanity as a whole needs to come together and we need to be the change. And uh, it's sad to see from the outside perspective, it's, you see two sides here. Uh, you, you see the police officer side and then you, and you see um, the African-American community side. And then you're just both shouting back at each other and it's just passing each other. There's, there's no, Listening, there's, there's no, there's no action towards being better. It's the same. It's retaliation and it's the wrong action with violence as opposed to taking those steps towards becoming a better, better civil, uh, civilization. But I just want to stand with you and I want to be the change. We're using this platform. This is our platform. You heard it in the beginning. Use what you have. Use your resources. Use your outlets and be the change. It's not going to happen overnight. This is something that's not going to happen overnight. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take time. Absolutely going to take time. And then speaking of, this is the 57th anniversary, I believe, of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. Isn't that correct?
1: Um, that, uh, you, That's news to me. Um, I, I didn't see that stuff. I, I was actually, most of this morning, I was doing research on this exact story. on um, just to make sure we got some of this stuff right. Um, but, uh, how many years has it been now?
2: 57 years. Wow. Today. So much. Yeah. And then I'm saying so much has changed since then. And it's still bad. It's still disgustingly bad. You see it all the time. And I was thinking to myself, um, the other day, I was looking on social media and as you shouldn't be. Getting consumed with all that. Um, it's, it's it's awful. It's awful. But I was seeing videos, and this is in, happening in our own country. These are videos in the early 2000s that I'd be looking at and seeing on social media, internet outlets and whatnot. And this is like, damn, I'm glad I don't live there. Shit, I feel bad for those people. Glad I don't live there. We are the people who live here now. This is our country that it's happening in. And it's it's reached an all time high. This I've never, and our parents have probably never, ever seen our country so divided, and emotions so charged. Ever, probably, since what the Civil War. Absolutely insane. Speaking of the the what's the kid's name with the with the gun?
1: I don't. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I'm I didn't even bother looking at his name. Mom. Um, I, yeah, I hope that fucking, kid is going away for a long, he's only 17. So I don't know how long he'll be able to get thrown in for, but hopefully it's a long ass time. He's a fucking piece yeah, of
2: the, shit. Yeah. Fucking cops were helping them out. Congratulating them walking right past the fucking 17 year old kid carrying a gun. Yeah. And, and the guy who no
1: one knows, but, you know, reportedly had a knife. I, you know, I don't think it was even on him. Some say it was in the van. Who knows? He got shot in the back seven times. That cop, was shooting to kill him there's no other reason that he would shoot him seven times and there was multiple cops there which is the, the crazier part even if the dude had a knife and wielded it three guys should be able to run up on this dude and you know take him down and then throw him in the cop car and then you know go from that point but this guy here um which of course as always he's just on uh what is it leave a bath absence or suspension or some stupid shit where that that's all i know that he's getting right now I read this morning. This is crazy right here, Dylan. This is this blew my mind, and no one can really answer why this is happening. But Jacob Blake is handcuffed to his hospital bed. Excuse me. And this is a guy that is is uh, you know hospitalized, saying multiple injuries. His family are saying that he's most likely going to be um, paralyzed from the waist down, and he's in his hospital bed, and he's fucking handcuffed. And I'm um, reading I this is off CNN. They said uh, a spokesperson with uh, I don't know, Frodert Hospital where Blake is being treated, deferred CNN's questions to the Wisconsin Department of Justice. Um, And then the Wisconsin governor, Tony Evers, said in a news conference that he couldn't imagine why Blake is handcuffed. He said, I would have no personal understanding why that would be necessary. It just, uh, it's very counterintuitive, you know? It's like kicking a man while he's down. It's, I mean, it's very bittersweet because there's people out there, you know we talked about rest in peace George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. The, there's people um, that that uh, suffered the same kind of situation. Um, you know police brutality that aren't here today. He's still here today. Um, his his kids still have a father, but like like uh, we said, he's most likely going to be paralyzed from way down. I I truly hope with modern medicine and, and you know, treatments that eventually maybe he can be able to uh, regain the ability to do that. Um, I also hope that uh, he sues the shit out of this police department. And I also hope that this police officer gets charged with, I, I'm not even hundred percent sure what the charge would be, um, but he, he needs to go to prison. Just like, um, you know, the, the officers that, killed brianna taylor they're still out they're still chilling they're still uh you know taking vacations and shit that i've seen and uh it's sick it's disgusting and i wanted i wanted to start the show with this like we were saying the other day there's gonna be people out there that are gonna be salty rolling their eyes fucking shaking their heads hearing that we're talking um you know on the political side of things if you even want to call it but this is just a fucking you know on the
2: humanity yeah, things. this is human to human conversation here.
1: This exactly. is nothing about Republican
2: and Democrat. This is I'm not choosing sides. This is fucking from the heart. And then this is this is literally Dylan speaking to you, the listener, Bobby speaking to you, the listener. We want change. We need change. We as non-African Americans do not understand and will never understand the hatred and the pain and the suffering that you have been through as the African-American community, but we stand with you and we want change and we need to be the change and we need to be the action, take action. And that's what we need to do, Bobby.
1: Yes. And you got, you got people. And I told you pre-production, I deactivated my Facebook. I signed out. I signed out of Twitter like Wednesday night. Cause as soon as that NBA shit talked or NBA shit broke, the tweets I were seeing from, from people that, uh, you know, I've allowed in my circle or my group of friends over the years. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it, and it, it made me um, question my judge of character that I, I would ever um, associate myself with um, these kind of people. And um, instead of just, you know, blocking and unfollowing like I have in on the last probably six months, you know, there's a lot of people out there that I, I do not consider friends anymore. Will not speak to them ever again, and we'll just keep keep on living life and it is what it is um but i can't i can't have um i can't have those kind of people in 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 my circle in my corner whatever you want to call it and also at the same time like i i signed out on my twitter i'm off the facebook until at least you know november at the the very earliest because this stuff here is fucking up my my mental my mental health so bad like I, i and I can't. I couldn't keep going on. So rather than um, and, and and honestly, and this is no bullshit. I'm not bullshitting. Like Wednesday night, I was reading some of the stuff I was reading, and I could feel myself slowly, like, excuse me, slowly, like almost slipping into like a, an anxiety attack of some sort. Just because like I was like I was so appalled by some of the shit I was seeing. So I I, I just rather than even moving on into that shit, I signed off. It's been great. I've been off Facebook since like Monday and I've taken quite a few um, like little mini hiatuses off of uh, the socials over the years. But I think now more than ever, ever, uh, I I think it's a good time to do that. And what's um, your uh,
2: take on that, by the way? The NBA coming back or even going on boycott for a little bit. Uh, Like I said, I I, I was
1: all for it. I thought that was really awesome. I think obviously, um, you know, minutes within minutes of that story break, you, I mean, you've seen the reactions. So obviously um, that's the kind of, and it probably made it all the way up to, you know, uh, you know, up, up top and, you know, within those ranks, you seen, you seen who was about it and, and the, the dickheads that were against it and had to share their shitty opinions, but um, stuff like that. And, and shout out to the WNBA too. You know, they, they also uh, were, were standing there in, in solidarity as well. And you got to appreciate that.
2: That's really cool. And, and it um, seemed like all the sports and all professional sports they postponed games that day. Yeah, um, I know NHL did, MLB did. Um, yep. Some even NFL teams even uh, canceled practices that day. I know even uh, the Cleveland Browns. I know that's our team, Bobby. They uh, yeah. postponed they, practice. They,
1: they, they joined forces with the Indians and the Cavs. Yeah, to yep. Um, you know kind of help. Come up with different things to to combat this shit, and just to come together. And you love to see that the the three teams from within the the land there. I thought that was really really awesome, and I hope that uh, that that remains a thing for for years to come because I think nothing but good can come from that. And you, you got to have your your big voices out there. Your big athletes, LeBron James, like he's probably uh, you know one of the top three, if not the, you know the most famous person on the planet. So he says something, people are going to listen to it.
2: I loved it. Yeah, and I I think it's great that the NBA did that as well. I think uh, it did exactly what it was supposed to do, and that was create conversation. As you said, it went number one trending like within minutes and, and within the effort, probably first hour that news broke. And then it was a domino effect with other professional uh, leagues, and I am also glad that they're coming back. And some people are kind of like chuckling that they're coming back and whatnot and giving them hate for that, but it's like – the boycott did exactly what they're supposed to do, or was supposed to what what it planned to do, create that conversation. Um, and then, as well as they need to come back, in my opinion, um, not only for like kind of that outlet for those people, but not, um, but also for the marketing aspect of it. They have Black Lives Matter all over that subliminal messaging during each game. That's also. Doing its part using their platform. Speaking of platforms and what to use your resources, that's, that's, I think, is a, is a great move. Um, just making the return. You've come so far, crown a champion, get back home to your families and, uh, keep on marching with the movement. And that's, uh, my take on it. Um, I know we have more to get into here on this episode of 73 Talking Shop Podcast. Uh, Bobby, I know you had a couple of reviews. We have some music to go over on this episode. Um, thanks again for everyone listening right now that have been sticking on. There's also, you know, if you don't want to hear our bullshit and our takes and our opinions, there's also that skip 15 second button on the bottom right next to the play button. Be sure to use that. But, you know, you're hearing this now. If you didn't use that, know it for next time. But, Bobby, what do you else do you have for us today?
1: Um, Just to go along with... Uh... You know, the craziness and, and um, just bad shit that's going on and in the middle of all this. And you probably know a little more of what's happening than I do. But, you know, Hurricane, I believe it's Hurricane Laura. And I've seen some uh, some reports saying that this is one of the more powerful ones in uh, recent time. And it's just like 2020, man. It, it's just been nonstop fucking haymakers um, at this country all year. And. Like I said, right dead in the middle of um, everything that's going on right now is, is uh, a very scary situation going on down there over, you know. It looked like kind of your neck of the woods. Is it is it going to be uh, hitting land over your way, or,
2: or do you know? Well, actually, it already hit land over in Louisiana, uh, just east of Texas there. I think it was Lake Charles that hit the eye. Of the storm. Uh, they had storm surges up to 30 to 40 miles inland, um, unsurvivable. Um, I'm I trying to look at reports right now as far as uh, uh, statistics on where we are at right now. Not seeing much on the Twitter feed, at least. Uh, but as I was saying, like, yeah, it's one of the hardest and most strange and most, um, I guess, accelerated storms I've ever seen. Because it was literally just a tropical storm, a day before it turned into like a category three to four hurricane, um, it, it progressed quickly. I'm not sure if it had like the Gulf warm water um, had something to do with it, or I, I think there was even even two tropical storms that we were talking about that might have collided in in in. Uh, I guess, joined in together and made one hurricane. Um, I'm not a meteorologist, but you do have footage of me of being a mock meteorologist back in the day, which is quite hilarious that I saw that on a time hop, um, earlier in the week. But, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, my thoughts and prayers are out to the family out there. I know, um, our, our buddy Levi, uh, his girlfriend's family is out in the Louisiana Baton Rouge area. So I'm sure they got, um, some wind, definitely some wind damage, I'm sure, in that, in that neck of the woods. I'm not too sure how far into Louisiana that it hit. But um, thoughts and prayers out to the families out there and hope that they have a speedy, fast recovery throughout that uh, entire neighborhood and uh, city. Sure. And like I said, um,
1: it's just an, yet another thing we, that uh, you know, people got to deal with. And what, I, what I, I'm I not afraid to say, in, in my 31 years, I would say this is the most vile and disgusting year um, to date, and um, it just sucks because it. Uh, I think at, at the end of you know in, in December, I think a lot of people were excited to uh, start a whole new decade, see what was going to come with with 2020, and, and um man, we're uh, almost in in the ninth month, and it's just been yeah. crazy, man. Non-stop, Not even over yet. Absolutely nonstop. Started in, in, in January. It's still um, like last week. You know, eight twenty-four. It was Kobe day. And I think was it the day before day after was his actual birthday. And um, with, with everything that's been going on, um, you, you kind of forgot. You're like, fuck dude. And in the beginning of January, this is kind of what those was the first domino man. um, You know, we lost Kobe uh, at the beginning of the year. And it's just like, ever since then, it's been one thing after another. I, I don't know. I, I want to, I don't, everyone keeps saying, ah, let's get to 2021. (sighs) I hope, I just hope that. uh, We can make it there. Yeah, I mean, we saw four months. I I hope, man,
2: I hope. I don't think we've even seen the worst of it, honestly. Hate to be fucking Dylan the villain here, but uh, we still have a presidential election to go to. So it's going to be much, much more mudslang um and pfft, hey i know we don't i know i don't even want to get into it so we'll we'll, we'll see hopefully, what happens hopefully you saying that
1: hopefully the dylan effect you know comes through and, and and the opposite happens let's see let's see what happens i hope i very much hope but Man. um to move along i do want to shout out um one of the listeners one you know one of my best friends and that's b rice he's been on here i think two or three times he facetimed me um few days ago might have been Wednesday or Tuesday and we talked for a good 20 30 minutes and he just uh, kind of big this up said he really liked listening to the episode with Chelsea Miller said we're uh, we've gotten so much better he said that uh, you know we're, we're we're built to do this he says that uh, you know I do a really good job hosting and you're a good counter to what I do because uh, you know he says you have a quote-unquote radio voice and some people would even say you have a radio face but um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh, but no he said he had a radio voice and what you bring to the table um, you know really counters uh, you know what I do well and, and together uh, you know we make a pretty good team and he just he gave some great ideas of some things to use going forward as far as um, guests and certain things we talk about that uh, I, I jotted down and we'll probably use some of those ideas going forward for sure I'll definitely be bringing him back in, in the near future and he's got some stuff he wants to talk about, but um, you know, you love to hear it, man. Um, you know, they I definitely he's not, he's not a person that uh, yeah, exactly. We do appreciate it. Um, you know, we got a lot of love for you, man. And uh, I, uh, I, I, and he's not um one of these people out here that would you know cap the fuck out of me or are you or this show just because um he's a friend of mine or a friend of ours. Like he's not that kind of dude. So. I know what he says is genuine, and it feels good to hear that stuff because, uh, yeah, we are we are trying to, to level up. And while I think we are doing that, we might be losing some people uh, on the side here, which I think you're in agreement with me that um, if there's people that don't want to listen to us anymore because the stuff we talk about, like on this on today's show, uh, we don't want it anyway. As far as listenership, uh, the community, the nation, whatever you want to call it, so. Uh, that don't bother me one bit, but yeah, again, shout out to B Rice, um, you're my man, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling, man. We're gonna keep rolling.
2: Yeah, speaking of support and listeners, um, I did want to bring this one up as well, and maybe you can kind of you know decode it for me because I'm not sure if I'm reading it right because I am just public school educated. But on the Talking Shop Twitter, you can follow us at Talking Shop Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram if you want to do that. Shows the support and love, but on Talking Shop Twitter. I put up a tweet. Be a part of the show. Every week, we're going to do this. We want to post it on recording day. We want to hear from you. We want to be a part, or we want you to be a part of the show. Have any questions, reviews of any kind? You are, or, or a condensed thoughts on what's going around the world. You can do a voice message, or you can even use our email. That's talkingshotpod at gmail.com. Send us, um, send us anything. Send us your stories, whatever you got. We want to hear from you. But we did get uh, some uh, feedback here from Tyler James. And he says, heartburn meds review. I've been trying to get off the 14-day cycles with all the stuff with the side effects worse than heartburn and doing a good job. But I'm dying today and about to give in. Bobby, do you have any heartburn med reviews or suggestions for our guy, Tyler James? (laughs) um that sucks because
1: heartburn is a bitch and um i used to try to, to uh, combat it with just regular ass tums but it was getting to the point where i could eat fucking 10 of them and it wasn't doing a damn thing so now i use i think it was like some kind of kroger brand or meyer brand um uh, it's one of their max strength heartburn meds that you just take you take it before you eat and you ain't got to worry about a thing but um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure what he's been using. That sucks that, uh, <laughs> he's jumping from heartburn med to heartburn med. Cause, uh, that can't be fun. But at the same time, that dude eats a lot of fucking red sauce. Drinks a lot of, a lot of drinks. So that, I mean, that's that right. That right There's a, a heartburn concoction in itself. So, um uh, I'll have to get the name. I'll send it, i have to send it to him off air, but yeah, it's like, it's, uh, just some off brand fucking max strength shit that I'll, I'll pop just one before I eat. And, uh, that's all set, but, um, speaking of heartburn, food and whatnot, uh, one of our previous guests from the show, Tommy, Tommy Wright, he was tweeting, uh, not too long ago about how Arby's breakfast is, you know, good. And I can't remember which, which, uh, item he had spoke of on there, but I didn't even know Arby's did breakfast. First off, that was the first time I've ever seen it. And, um, I was rolling through on my way to Tiffin, Ohio this morning. I stopped by a truck stop, uh, just to get, uh. You know, a, little, a little energy picked me up, you know, and uh, lo and behold, they had they had Arby's in there and I seen they had a breakfast menu. I'm like, oh, shit. So I uh, decided to order their um, chicken biscuit combo and sidebar, I want to know who, who tossed a piece of fried chicken on a biscuit and decided that that was breakfast food. You know, I ain't mad about it. Because, I mean, what the fuck? It's fried chicken, you know, a piece of fried chicken or, you know, whatever the fuck, chicken tender. Um, it's great, but I don't necessarily know. There's no egg on it. There's no, uh, you know, any kind of gravy or bacon on it. I don't know. But not, I always wonder why that's considered a uh, breakfast item. But anyways, I got that. And then they had a, um, a side order of biscuits and gravy. And, you know, that's like my favorite kind of uh, breakfast item. So I had, I had to try it and this both shits terrible absolutely terrible um i thought the biscuit was dry and the um the chicken was okay but uh yeah with having a a fucking biscuit made of sand um that was covering the chicken it just it was not good i gave that um chicken sandwich a 3.2 and um Obviously, if the biscuit's not going to the sandwich, it's not going to be going uh, you know, in the biscuit's gravy. So the biscuit sucked. The gravy was very bland. It needed some S&P. Um, so that itself got a 2.8. Was not impressed at all. I texted Tommy. I'm like, hey, man, I don't know what the fuck you are going on about on Twitter. But uh, that was not good. And I told him that maybe since it was a truck stop location, the quality just wasn't there. I don't know. But, and I I'd be willing to give it a shot. I told him I'm a three-strike man but this this visit today was a fucking two strike, so they're one away. Hey, I just seen your wife's hand? What's going on? how you doing and uh tell her said hello and um yeah, not impressed, so we'll see if uh if if um like my local Arby's, they have breakfast in the morning in one of these weeks, I will uh go ahead and try it again, but yeah man, uh Tommy, you usually come through with the good food. Food recommendations, not this time. Not impressed. So that uh, that's what I had there. But Dylan, before we before I go on, my man, we got a sponsor. I'm
2: listening. We got a sponsor I'm today.
1: Okay, and uh, I'm, I'm you know I'm pretty excited about it, and um, you know I know we have been working to try to get Manscaped on, and you know we got to keep keep honing at them about that, but. Um, our good buddy, friend of great friend of show, multiple time guest. Um, at one point your GT rival, kind of teetering uh, on on not so much right now, but busy man, and uh, that's Kyle, Kyle Ben, and uh, that's from the grass up. And um, like I said, they uh, are sponsoring today's episode. From the grass up is a uh, locally operated. Uh, owned and operated company out of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, they specialize in lawn maintenance, uh, like your grass cutting, weed control, and landscaping. Um, they also specialize in concrete, decorative curbing to really make your landscape stand out. And um, that's one thing I know that they're uh, really pushing out right now like crazy. If you um, follow Kyle Bin on any of his socials, you'll see it nonstop. He's uh, always showing off the work that they got going on there. and um, if you want more information, look them up on Facebook or Instagram. That's From the Grass Up. Everything's spelled just how you think it would be. Or uh, visit www.fromthegrassup.com. And, of course, as always, tell them that Talking Shop sent you. And um, they uh, also have a like a uh, carved rock uh, version of that uh, curbing. And it um, it makes it look more like a realistic, um, like you're actually putting like rock panels around your garden or your trees, anything like that. It makes the design look a lot cleaner and uh, more legit in my opinion. Um, but yeah, you got to check out the Facebook page or the Instagram. You'll see a lot more of these photos uh, to kind of uh, show you exactly what I'm talking about. Cause I'm sure some people out there are like, what the hell is concrete curbing? But um, either way, um, you know, hit Kyle up, mention talking shop. And, he, and the best part is like, it's, he's a great guy and he's going to treat you you know, as if you're me or Dylan or his family or anything like that, you're going to get the same quality um, from him a- as if he would, uh, like I said, go to a- his mom and dad's house and do the same shit. And, and um, that's one of the best things I like about uh, this company and just Kyle himself because I-, I hit him up early in the week and uh, I told him I-, I needed to get some some um, some lawn stuff done. He came through, hooked it up. The yard looks absolutely exquisite. So, Again, uh, it's from the grass up, Kyle, Ben, you know, Dylan, you want to throw anything
2: along in there with that? You know, Kyle, I know you're listening right now, and I'm going to be moving back to Ohio. So I'm really hoping that either you can come to uh, do some things around the yard, maybe, or send some of your fellas over. Um, I'd appreciate it. I'll, I'll even grill for you, you know, get a little bit of taste. Get a little taste of the action.
1: That entire time I was doing that ad read, I, I seen the wife on camera, you know, at least for me. Um, I seen you fidgeting with some kind of bottle of some sort. So I'm curious uh, what was going on over there, man. What do, you, what do you got for us?
2: Well, Bobby, you have been wanting it. The listeners have been wanting it. And I, that was a bottle of wine that she has brought into the, uh, the DILF Studios. And uh, got got a glass of wine right here, as you see.
1: Okay. And I I it's I, like a, like I a red.
2: It, it is a red wine, a Cali red wine, Cali red from Nineteen Crimes. This is Snoop Dogg's line of of wine here, and I'm very interested because it just got released here in August of 2020. Um, really cool feature here. I'll even show you the bottle. Too bad we're not on YouTube yet. And, uh, maybe we can get on YouTube one day, but here, Bobby, as you see Snoop Dogg on the bottle himself Yep. and you see this image here, you go and they have an app. Apparently 19 crimes has an app where you can get their bottle of wine and, uh, they have some kind of like where they can access your camera. You put it on the bottle and he talks to you or whatever celebrity on the bottle talks to you has like a message, a short, like 10 second message. Fucking technology, man, I tell you. But I'm going to try this wine. I'm going to give a nice wine review here. To be the second one. And if you have any suggestions on wines you want me to taste, I'm going to be taking them in. Uh, just email us here at talkingshoppod at gmail.com. We'll be able to get those um, as well. So here is the wine taste here. Smells great.
1: Then so you got to like swirl it around your mouth or some shit, isn't that? Yeah, it's kind of like Coke. Like the pop
2: or the the, uh, (laughs) recreational drug? Okay. It dries out the mouth really quick. Um, That could just be my cotton mouth, though, to be fair. Smooth taste. A little tardy. I give it a... uh, 7-6, 7-6 7-6, seven, 7-6 six, seven, six for the 19 Crimes Cali Red Snoop Dogg Edition wine. Go get yours. I got mine at Walmart. You can probably get it anywhere you can snag wines. So uh, that, there you have it, live wine review here on TSP.
1: There it is. And uh, to kind of round out the episode, done. I know you said you had some music talk. Um, one of them, you told me in pre-production, I was a little shocked Slash excited
2: about regarding Lil Wayne, but uh, go ahead, man. That we do indeed. We have that music talk as well. As we've been kind of touching on every kind of to- uh, topic, except for video games, we can kind of get into uh, PGA Tour 2K21 a little bit. That game released, played for a little bit of money, won some a little bit of money, and also lost some a little bit of money. I'll just leave it at that fun game. If you like golf, check it out. But anyways, moving on. Now that we touched on gaming, moving on to music. <laughs> wow.
1: What a, what a we review. Like- That's really going to make somebody. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Frustrating. If you play on the pro difficulty as we do. Um, and it, I mean, it's realistic as far as like, if you've ever played golf before, I mean, the mechanics on it is, is, is right. If you mess up, I got a, way, I, I even
1: after doing the shot, um, shit, I still, I'm getting slows. I'm getting, I'm, I'm smacking them into the next fucking course. It's, uh, my, my short game saves my ass. I just want a tournament, but on my, my, my player shit or whatever it's called on there. I think I'm only, I'm like the intermediate level. I don't think I'm doing pro. So I'm kind of scared to, to see even see what that's like.
2: Yeah. But I can't, I've, I've just can't get the shot pro.
1: shot mechanics down at all.
2: Right. Yeah. I just, I switched it over to pro myself just because that's what, uh, our, our guys match Schmeezy and Al play on. And, um, uh, I mean, I may as well just, you know, train on that method. It's kind of like call of duty, you know, uh, not in call of duty, excuse me, Madden kind of like Madden. Like when you, uh, progress through your skill levels, it, eventually you'll adapt and you'll, you'll, you'll be better at that level. Is that no, is that no preview? I'm, I'm guessing. I believe you have putt preview. You just have a limited... You have you don't have unlimited. So you have like three putt previews throughout the entire 18 cores. Or 18 Whoa. holes. So like... Whoa. Yeah, so you have to choose them wisely. They saved me a couple times. But uh, playing... They have different kind of multiplayer games as well. Like Skins, we love to play. That's the one you can play for virtual currency that they have in the game. Where you can buy some different clubs, gear, and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and... But we actually did it in a way that uh, we just played, you know, a little bit, little bit of Venmo cash, you know, a little $5 per nine, a little $5 per nine action. Whoa. And, uh, must it have been was after fun. I was in bed.
1: Yeah, it was, was. It was, Damn, was a late nighter. Damn, I probably would have lost a lot of money, to be honest. I, I just yeah, man, I can't uh, I'm not at all consistent with uh, the shot making, but to kind of, you know, you did a mini review. I think um, the graphics are a couple years behind for some reason. It definitely, my my boy Nick Michaels made a pretty good point. He said it, it looks like that could be uh, like PGA Tour 2K18, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, and I agree. Oh, wow. Um, I, think, I think that uh, graphically it's nothing special, but the game itself is a lot of fun. It's very um, it's very deep, you know, mechanically. Um, you know, you got to really uh, pay attention to how you're, you're shooting, and there's all the different shits with how you want to curve it or any of that stuff and uh the, like the little career mode's pretty fun and um with apparently if you, you know, if you can play with friends i haven't got to do that yet uh it sounds like that could be pretty fun as well so if they can kind of catch up graphically and you know if they can do uh f- you know follow call of duty steps and make their shit cross-platform because i know our boy griff uh he's been playing that on pc if they can make that cross-platform you know they could basically tell ea to go fuck off and you know you know how mean you feel about that right now. That'd be uh, very awesome. And then it maybe definitely. light a fire under 100%. EA's ass that ain't been lit in 20 years. But uh, on to the music. Sorry, we, we kind of uh, sidetracked there, but I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because that, that's definitely been um, the newest game everyone's been playing. T- took the whole
2: the whole uh, friend group, video game friend group by storm. That sure. and Fall Guys. Fall Guys has been a game that a lot of streamers have been playing. I, mean, I don't know if it's only for PC, apparently, because I can't find it on the Xbox Game Store so, or Microsoft Game Store. But it looks like a fun uh, BR game. So that's another one that's been on hot, trending uh, for the gaming community. But like you said, music. Moving on to music. We took a little uh line step there. But um, we're going on to Sweetie, And she recruits Jack Harlow and the baby. And she was up uh, kind of like hinting at this tap in remix. And she was also leaving one of the three artists as a mystery artist. And she revealed that artist and that artist being Post Malone. And there was a lot of backlash uh, apparently on that uh, saying that they made everyone wait for Post Malone. Beer bongs Malone. And don't get me wrong. Post Malone is my artist of the decade. If we ever, if you listen back in the talking shop when we talked about Spotify and the listings and, and, and rankings of who you listen to the most, I love Posty. Don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of backlash. There's a lot of backlash. I was not one of them. And I think he'll do a phenomenal job on the remix there. And I applaud Sweetie for knocking it out of the park. I think this could be really great, especially with your guy, Jack Harlow. I mean, I know you're really familiar with the guy. He's upcoming and um, hopefully he's not a one and dunner. So let's see what happens with that cat. And, uh, also another news, Lil Wayne, his 2009, no ceilings is now available in streaming or on all streaming platforms with one little catch. Well, I should say three. There's no ice cream paint job, DOA or run this town on the streaming platforms. That is. Um, so that's nice that there is, and, and it is available there for you while well, you just don't have those three songs, but, um, you know, beggars cannot be choosers is a is what a wise man used to tell me. Um yes. but that, and also in other news, there is a song that we didn't even get to talk about. It came out a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know why we never talked about it yet. And it's unbelievable that we haven't because of how vile it is and how trendy it is, and, and, and god damn it, the beat on it is absolutely fire, and that is the song Wet ass Pussy. In this house, there's some this is just the instrumental. It's all right. How can you make a fucking beat out of "There's some whores in this house"? You feel it? It's simple.
1: It? It's a simple beat, but when they when they get on it, it's pretty good shit.
2: that, is, that shit's fire. I don't care what you say. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. I need I got to throw uh-huh. the deal with it. Oh, hell yeah. No doubt. But that's all we have for music this week, Bobby.
1: All right. And and as far as uh, it sucks that um no ceilings comes without, you know, three of uh, you know, its better songs, you still got uh, these are some of my favorites. Um, you know, Surf Swag, uh Wasted, Band from TV. Uh that's all I have. Which, when that shit first dropped, that's when Tiger was on the come up, and Tiger's verse on that motherfucker is fire. So go back and listen to that shit if you haven't a long time. Uh, let's do it, and of course at the very end, Kobe Bryant. I mean, we we played that um, as the lead song on um, you know the Kobe tribute episode way back in in January, and uh, that that song is fantastic too, and and he kills it, and uh, no ceilings is really coming out really. Um, Rowan at at, uh, at the top of his game, but uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I don't really get into the the music news very much unless it kind of just crosses, um, you know, my timeline when when I was on. hundred percent, but I mean that'd be cool. I don't. I don't think anyone would be opposed to that if he did another one. It, that's definitely, um, definitely warranted. That's a hundred percent. So that'd be cool, uh, especially maybe even if uh, he got some other guys. Uh, on the record as well. I think there'd be a lot of people that would love to hop on a, a new version of uh, a Kobe Bryant song to show uh, Kobe Bean um, some love. But uh, D-Lo, that's another jam-packed show. I think uh, we got just about everything we wanted to get in on, on a Sunday. Um, Wednesday, or yeah, the Wednesday episode is going to be a very, very interesting one. We're going to talk some real shop, aren't we?
2: It's going to get real. Not... An episode for the children, um, but let's be honest, it's going to be a lot of catching up with my big guy, uh, Alex Traver, it's going to be a fun episode, um, very cool dude, very open guy as you'll get to know, um, known him since kindergarten, haven't talked to him since, uh, well I haven't really kept in touch with him since I moved from Ohio about four years ago, used to work out with him all the time before I moved. Um and I know his he will get into some fitness I know he's uh he's he's really into fitness as well get into his health uh, writing a book see how far he's gotten into that what the book will be about um, and I know primed him up with a couple of questions we're gonna put him through the ringer of this or that and as you said Bobby he uh he has a lifestyle that might be questionable for some. So we'll get on to that Wednesday. Stay tuned for that on episode 74 of Talking Shop Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TalkingShotPod. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, Cuck of the Week nominee. Hey, you want to have an opinion on what's going on in the world today? Send us it through your voice message. Link in the description. Email us. TalkingShotPod at gmail.com. Show us the love and support. Be sure to download, rate, five stars, review, and subscribe. From myself, Bobby, take care. See you Wednesday.